Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture Podcast. Back again with Craig Appleby, John Dutton, Dion Finocciaro. Welcome back, boys. Evening. Back. Yep, good to be back. But I'm guys, um, once again, uh, got our allotment of uh, sports beer delivered this week. Um, yeah, I was very happy to see that when I got home. Yep. Uh, yeah, Barry and, and Chris have looked after it um, with another batch of um, beers each. It's been great. I had some on uh, Saturday night before my long run, so <laughs> and then on Sunday night as well after it. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I've been enjoying having one of those as my little warm up to a few other like alcoholic beers. So <laughs> it works works in it's it's a beer you can apply in many situations. So um and the taste it's nice. I love it. So quite actually easy to drink. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I've got one now. That's great. I'll be putting an order in. Don't you worry. <laughs> um. Guys, a few developments. Yesterday was pretty good news for what we've got planned. Uh, Dan Andrews came out and opened up the 5K rule to 25 kilometres. Infinite exercise each day. Uh, Yeah, that's great in terms of training in the lead up. We've got six weeks to go. Yeah, that is fantastic. It's the one thing that I know I've been hanging out for and um, I know for all of us, unlimited training time and also the ability to get to tracks and possibly even get to a track or a, an area where we can all run together which will be nice so we'll see how our radiuses overlap and and go from there you guys will be able to get to a proper rubber track as well yeah yeah that's which is exciting i think i can in mine i can almost almost get to ringwood so that's i've got to double check oh. 25k and not like 50k yeah, and, and we get the we get the warburton trail from warburton to almost louisdale yeah okay fantastic too oh it's really it's another area to run and you'll be able I to escape the hills uh, a little bit i get to ringwood just with my okay radius can you get to listerfield no that uh who earns <laughs> <laughs> I can get to that um how could you not get to Listerfield? I can get to that um you know police paddocks, but I can't okay. get to Listerfield. Mate, my my twenty five K radius must be like exaggerated. I'm almost down to I'm, I can go to Dandenong. <laughs> well half of my twenty five K radius is coast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it going, Oh, it should be but yeah, you're right, you might yeah, you're right on the edge, but um, yeah. hopefully in another two weeks from the first. I'm wrapped. I'll be able to get to Devil Bend, which is um, one of my favourite stomping grounds. So 
Yeah. It's good. All right. Yeah, I, just, I wouldn't mind hearing. Oh, what was that, Johnny? It's just that no time limit's a big factor, too, because now we're not limited to two hour runs. Like, train for 50K, we need a bit longer out there. Yeah, I can shelve the treadmill, which I'm pretty wrapped about. <laughs> Dion, um, let's get on to your week. You, you seem the most busy this week. Um, pretty big week. Uh, yeah, take us through it. Um, yeah, so it was, um, yeah, it ended up being a pretty decent week overall. Um, I was actually um, not quite, didn't quite have the, the plan to do, I guess, as much as I did. But um, yeah, it was just a, um, a good good week overall. And what, what did I do? Was it uh, Monday? Yeah, I did um, 15K in the morning at 4.38 and bumped into one of my mates, Andrew, who I'm coaching. And um, so that was the day after I did that um, specific long run on the track at what Strava says is 3.28 for my 34K. Um, so I did the 15K at 4.38. Um, felt actually a bit tired in the legs, to be honest. Um, and then um, in the afternoon, I got out for 8K at about 4.30. Um, and it was a really nice day, actually. So um, I just enjoyed doing a few um, circles around the um, Elston Week Amateurs footy oval and um, got a bit of sunshine in there. And so that was 8.5K. And that was at 4.32s. Um, yeah, beautiful running conditions out there. Um, and everything that I was running on, all the grass was really nice and green and um, not too muddy. So I've enjoyed that. Um, Tuesday, I um, didn't do a session on Tuesday. I just wanted to give myself the extra day to recover from um, Sunday. And although I felt pretty good, I um, just did an hour. And I, I sort of had to stop that run at an hour because it was getting faster and faster as I went. So, um, yeah, started out, um, you know, feeling pretty good and finished feeling good and did some strides towards the end. And in the afternoon, I just did, actually did 11K in the afternoon at 4.23s. And I just stopped halfway and did some drills and some um, strides again. And, yeah, so that was pretty much get me ready for my session on Wednesday, which wasn't really a big session but it was a, a nice session to sort of sharpen up and um, that was a really interesting one because I haven't done it before but I've given it to a few people to do recently and so it was 1k then 600 meters then 400 meters and they were all two minute recoveries um, and the 1k started at about 10k race pace so it was about 30 five or something like that and then just got quicker for the 600 400 and then i had um, a few minute jog recovery and then just did some fast 300s which i couldn't get as fast as i would have liked but they were around 250 245 kind of pace for the 300 meters so um yeah just under the 50 seconds which was all right um after the and yeah, after the 300s, I had another couple of minute 
jog and I actually walked a fair bit of it as well in, in the recoveries. And then after the 300s, I did a 600, 400, 200. And they were sort of all under kind of three-minute pace. And, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty tough section session, actually. It wasn't a lot of volume of intensity, but it was, um, yeah, it was hard to get to that sort of pace. So I was glad to, you know, give that one a shot and try and just keep the legs nice and sharp. Um, ended up being a 14.2K run, 419s, which included about 10 supporting. So it was um, a decent session. And yeah, then Wednesday afternoon, it, again, it was pretty nice conditions. And I just ran up um, along the coast up to St Kilda and back, and that was 11K at 422s. And there was like people along the beach everywhere, and there was police like arresting this lady and um, there's always police in Kilda Beach and there's always someone getting in trouble so um, I just had to put my um, police hat on and make sure everything was okay um, then Thursday I just um, did a easy easy run before work on the Thursday morning and I was going to do sort of like 16 to 18k but um, yeah I got a um, I got a rolled ankle at about 11k um, and it felt pretty sore actually and I nearly like um, stopped on the spot and just walked home but um, I wanted to get a you know to slow down a little bit see if it came any better and I ended up getting 14ks um, felt a little bit proppy though so I just um, got home and um, took an anti-inflam and then got ready for work. Um, yeah, so 4.17s for the 14K and that was 60 minutes. Um, yeah, I felt a bit proppy at work on Thursday. So instead of um, when I finished work um, and running around Jell's Park, I just gave it a little bit of time and um, I gave myself the drive home, which is about 50 minutes to get home. So... When I got home, I laced up again and I went out for half an hour. But, um, yeah, it was pretty weird weather on Thursday. It was really humid and windy and, um, yeah, I, I ran for 7K in the afternoon and I felt a bit better um, and I just missed the rain as well. And so, yeah, that was at 4.33s. Um, what did I do Friday? I just did... I was going to do a session, so I actually did an easy jog in the morning because I wanted to um, do my session in the middle of the day just to see if it was any warmer, which it wasn't. Um, but, yeah, so it was 10.1K in the morning at 4.17s, and I felt, um, again, pretty good. So I sort of had to, like, kind of keep the brakes on and um, stop myself from getting any faster than 4.8Ks by the end. And I did in the afternoon, so my session, it was a bit of a tough one actually because a few people that I've given it to mentioned that they wanted to bail halfway through. So I sort of had to be a bit cautious with the pacing on it because it was a pyramid. It was um, 1K at, you know, at 10K race pace, 2K at half marathon pace and 3K at marathon pace and then back down um, 3, 2, 1. And all, they were all two-minute recoveries. 
Um, so yeah, my my 1k at 10k race pace was 309. So it's more like my PB half marathon pace, but probably current 10k pace. And then the 2k was um, yeah 315. So, so that was six minutes 29 and two minutes jog. It was all slow two minute jogs for this session. And the 3k was um, 319s or 318s, and that was 955. 2K in, again, 6.31, and then the last 1K at 3.08. But um, I was heaving a fair bit in this session, and I, um, I um, yeah, nearly vomited a few times. So it was, uh, yeah, I had to sort of dig deep pretty hard at the end. And, yeah, I was pretty happy to get that one done. Um, so that was, yeah. That was 20k at 3:47s. So there was a decent workout with, um, you know, you know, warm up and cool down in that. Yeah. Um, what was and the, then yeah, sorry, Saturday. Really, the bike, uh, the bike lane, like for you, is that what you're running on that doing that session? Yep. So yeah, that session was pretty much all along the coastline, um, and it wasn't windy. It was actually. Um, it was raining actually when I did that session. Just light rain when I did the session, but yeah, it was not really, not really um, windy or anything, and it wasn't that busy as well because it was a bit, a bit wet. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, I was pretty happy with that. It was, it was, yeah, definitely had to try and recover pretty hard that night. Um, Saturday morning, I caught up with um, Baden, one of my training buddies, and yeah, we went um, at about quarter past seven we went running and yeah it's just I was gonna do um up to two hours if I felt good but um it was 100% humidity uh, on Saturday morning and we had like the worst part of the rain in the morning as well and I just wasn't enjoying running like completely wet and we had heaps of puddles along the coast and um yeah I, my my feet were saturated and I was just I just thought I'd cap it in an hour 20 at 4.22, so 18.3K. And I ended up just going out and doing the other 40 minutes in the afternoon. So that was 9K in the afternoon at 4.32. So, yeah, a decent day again, 27K for the day. And then, yeah, Sunday, it was a bit of an earlier one. Um, caught up with Dave Ridley again. So we had a nice run along the coast um, and we had, so I sort of run up towards him and he ran um, up towards Port Melbourne. He runs down south towards Brighton to meet me and we sort of link up after 5Ks and then we just ran down the coast down to sort of Beaumaris, well, sorry, not Beaumaris, Black Rock and into a headwind all that way and then we just ran back up north um got to i guess st kilda was about so that was still 5k's from home for me and then i turned around at 32k and had 5k's to get home sort of into the wind but yeah it was actually just a really cruisy run you know we ran 409s for the so i did 37k but um the effort was just easy like even though we had a headwind in the start, you know, I had a pretty low heart rate for the 37k, which is my longest run 
since I did that 100K loop back in, might have been July or something. And, you know, I didn't have any water on the run. I had didn't have any breakfast, but I had a big dinner and a beer the night before. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it was just two hours, 33 at 409s. And, yeah, I just, um, my heart rate was average of 133, 135. Um, and for that pace, for that heart rate for me, it, it shows that I'm recovering well as well. Normally, my heart rate can be a little bit higher when I haven't quite recovered, which it was a few weeks ago. But yeah, all this week, I had pretty low heart rate for all my runs. So I was really happy. And yeah, so Monday now, and I'm not any fatigue at all today. So um, I feel like I'm in a good spot and yeah, nothing with regarding the shin hanging around, bothering me either, which is still good news. And D on the ankle, ankles come good? Yeah, the ankle, I did notice it a bit on Friday after the, the session, but um, yeah, Saturday it was fine. And um, that was my left ankle. I usually am prone to rolling my right ankle and I did that a few times last year and it caused me a bit of grief. But, yeah, left ankle, to, um, the week just gone, and um, which is unusual, but, um, yeah, it's okay. Um, I'm lucky that I'm not doing much more trail running because I wouldn't be very good at it with the, my ankles. <laughs> you got the beard for it, though. I do, yeah, ultra beard, ultra <laughs> marathon runner. How, um, on that... Did did uh, did it cause any sore sore neck or anything else or chafage on that Saturday run in the rain? With the no, got no. With, but with the beard, but like it does capture a lot of um, moisture and fluid. Um, even when I get out of the shower, I like dry my beard with a towel. But even like twenty minutes <laughs> later, it could be like water dripping down out of it. It just like comes out of nowhere. It's um, yeah, probably need to have a trim, but. <laughs> need, to, need to save some weight for, on race day, so yeah, trim it. Yeah, and like shaving your lips before race day. <laughs> are you gonna trim it? In the, are you gonna trim it in the taper week? I don't know. I might just have a haircut. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon it would. Um, it would suit the event that we're doing if I had a beard. Although I think it would be better if I didn't have it, especially if it's hot. I don't know if you have it. It'd be better for us if you have it. <laughs> Keep the beard and then go sweat like a headband. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need like a or a wristband to wipe the sweat off or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, old yeah. Yeah. A buff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good like six inch buff style headband. <laughs> I like a buff. I love buffs. Wrap them around my hand and Yeah. Um yeah. You can you can even like Keep a, your phone or a drink bottle sort of t- um, locked in with your buff if you have it around your hand and double loop it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I really enjoy the, the buff. I've been using, when I did a few of those trail races, I had my drink bottle, the, the soft flask, in the buff as a handheld. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it worked a treat because you can modulate how how much of the buff you wanted to use, but... Um, yeah, totally off topic, hey, but <laughs> won't be needing that on race day. No. Not to hold my sports beer can. <laughs> Dion, that was a massive week. How many Ks was that? 
Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, for the week it was 189k. Jeez. Um, so I did have half an hour extra on the Sunday, but um, still under 14 hours for the week. I think it was 13 and a half hours of running for the week, and no bike um, as well actually. So I think um, the week before my legs were tired on a few of the days after the the ride. So I took the ride out, and I felt a lot fresher. So yeah, yeah. Was, and the ride was still at easy pace, wasn't it? It was just spinning. There was, like, not really much pressure on the pedals. I don't know. Yeah, just... I don't know why I was... It's just probably because I'm not used to getting on the on the bike. And you're getting, you're getting yourself back into the Dion of old yeah. now. Like, you're getting into the, the higher mileage, the longer efforts. So it'll, it'll come back really nicely over the next month i reckon muscle memory yeah, i'm do a, a couple of good runs this week coming as well so for next week's podcast i can imagine <laughs> what what do you have planned 70k um <laughs> well i've got a couple of good sessions i'm actually catching up with ash bennett on thursday for a run um just a cruisy run but um sammy mclean i'm gonna do a session with him on friday and then do the rest of my session after that. Um, and one of my mates, Baden, he's doing a marathon on Sunday and I'm probably going to pace him for maybe a 2.30 or something like that. Jeez. Uh, the whole way? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do something before and after. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So Ash has taken you for a trip around Mount Dandenong and then... No, nah, just Paris around Joel's Park. Uh-huh. Um, Giles Park is within my radius and it's not far away from um, where I work in the kitchen on the Thursdays so um, we'll do a run near there yeah nice Johnny you got anything to ask Dion or are you going to have an easy week in the next probably what have we got four hard weeks left do you reckon I'll have an easy week the week the week of the race <laughs> I love it. Including the 50k. <laughs> Just going to tuck in. Let's transition into your week, Johnny. Um, you you had a COVID test today. Um, so yeah, let's let's hear how the week went. I was saving that for next week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that crazy week. I um, so off the back of the sort of 36 hours of hard running I did to end last week. I was always going to have an easier week coming in. And I found the fitter I get, the easier it is for me to get, like, sinus issues or a bit run down and things like that. I just I get into the old me and I, just, I don't compromise on training and I just push when I shouldn't push. So I thought I'll just have an easy week, but I was already flat going in. And so I had... Took Monday off, um, and then Tuesday I did one run at 7.5K at 4.22s, um, which is probably the slowest I've done for a couple of weeks um, for runs. And then, what did I do? I, I then had Wednesday off too, so it was a really light start to the week. Um, picked up on Thursday with... 14.1k in an hour at four four teams, um, and 
they had 200 metres of climb in that, so it's, again, I'm not looking for the hills, but I'm still getting some strength into the legs. Um, and I planned for Friday, so I'm already at Friday already. I've only run twice. <laughs> um, I went down to the Cockatoo Athletics track on the Friday. Um, I drove down this time so I could just keep it flat on the way back. Um, so just easier cool down. Um, I ended up doing 45 laps of the track, uh, which wow. was 18K at 329s. Uh, the first 10K at uh, 35, just over 35 minutes at 332s. And then the next 20 laps, which is 8K at 324s. So um, it, it was surprisingly hard. It's not an easy track to run around, as Apple's knows, because it's got a slight uphill on the back straight and you never get this even footing around the turns. And, and it was, again, it was wet and it was dewy from a cold morning as well. So I've sort of had to cut my own lane into the track just so I could see where the lane was. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's grass as well, not, isn't it? It's grass. Sorry? It's a grass track, isn't it? As well. It's a grass track. Yeah. yeah. So, at times it was hard. It was, I thought it'd be a bit easier than what it was to just keep lapping around and pace was consistent, but there were times where it was like, I could just stop or no, I'll keep going. I'll do another 10 or I was breaking it down in two lap segments. So it was always just sort of in my head, juggling around what I was going to do for the total. And I was, I was still feeling a bit flat as well. So I'm like, oh, I might as well just cap it at 18 K. Um, which is a good a good hit out. It's the most I've done on the track for a while. So, um, but yeah, a, a good session. Felt good in the legs, but just yeah, just felt a little bit laboured, um, bit blocked up, bit run down. So, um, just yeah, called it a day there, and then did 4.2k cool down. Um, but again, the the quest for getting more training got the better of me again. So I went out for 7K that night at 412s. Oh. So <laughs> well, we got a 29K day. Um, but then I've been planning the next run for a couple of weeks. I thought I'm going to I'm gonna get out late on Saturday night and I'm going to stack the two-hour box together and do a 45K run, which... It's within the rules because I'm doing it over two days. So <laughs> it's so Saturday morning I did 6K at 4.26s and then um, I planned to start Saturday night at 10.30 that night. So went to bed at 8.30, got 90 minutes sleep, got back up, got ready. Um, and it was strange. It was the first time since I ran 50K in Doha, where the whole run was going to be that late at night. And mentally, it was a bit nervous going in because I haven't done it for so long. And it's odd because I was going to be in national parks during the middle of the night with just a head torch. I didn't know what I was going to see out there. You can see a lot of eyes looking at you. Exactly. And the plan to do 45K it's the longest run I've done for six months. So to be out in the middle of nowhere and doing that, I thought it's going to be dicey. And 
but I got out there and I started and it was pouring down with rain and I just thought better of it and I ended up only doing 6k and just called it a night at about 10 past 11 and <laughs> thought I'd just yeah, yeah. I thought, I'd re, thought I'd regroup the next day but um but yeah just for an easy week it just wasn't coming together it was just I was still flat and I thought well I still got to get the long run in the very least for the week and I uh, went out really late on Sunday morning actually I waited for Dan Andrews to have his little chat and tell us where we're heading and so I got out at 11.40 Sunday morning and did 27.4k in an hour 54 at 4.10 so the pace was good and it was just under 600 metres of climbing but it just from the start it just felt like rubbish like the legs weren't going I was struggling on the uphills which I've really been running well on the uphills lately so it was like the fitness had left me all of a sudden so I thought well it's an easy week I should be feeling a lot better so obviously something was a bit more 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 sinister health wise so um so yeah for, for the week I ended up running I do 91.4k with sort of still at 1400 meters of climbing in it but this is easy as the week's going to be but yeah so as you said Dane today I had a COVID test is still not feeling well but I think I'm just run down and I sound <laughs> sound horrible at the moment but yeah I'm glad it's not TV so no one can see me <laughs> popping <in. laughs> but um which is disappointing because I planned that easy week into the next four weeks being pretty hard so I'll have to take an extra probably week easy and then try and three good weeks in. So, so yeah, that's my crazy week, which could have had a, a over midnight run and 45K and should have been 75 laps of the track. And, yeah, a lot of uh, hit and miss this week. So, JD, how, um, how many runs this, so last week, were you feeling average? Like, um... It was probably even before then because obviously on the Saturday I'd completely exhausted my body out of fuel. I I sort of got back going the day after, but never got back to 100%. And then I was just, my body just went the other way then. I just got more run down. And, yeah. and even days before that at work, I was just breathing in like concrete dust and stuff. So all my sinuses started to get blocked even before I got run down. So just just this combination of things and, yeah, um, a good month of training as well probably undid me a little bit, so. Because you've really stepped it up the last month, haven't you, JD? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and especially, like, those last, those three days that I said, it was 83K in 36 hours, so it's wow. um, sort of In getting, 36 hours? It was, it was in 30, yeah, Friday night to the Sunday morning to yeah, end the last week, so. Yeah, top heavy. What yeah, so was, that week was really top heavy, so it was, it was the right move to have an easy week, but it just doesn't, it didn't pan out how, how I thought it would. But do you often find that with that sort of stuff, you generally feel pretty crap with a recovery week, and then the next week you feel good? Like, I've, I've felt yeah. like that. Yeah, and, and that's what... I would have been happy feeling like that, but I've just 
tipped it over the edge um, from being just tired to being exhausted and, yeah, run down. So, but, yeah. <laughs> you need to buy another slab of the sports beer, mate. It does sound that way. <laughs> well, I'm not leaving the house. I've got time to drink it. <laughs> yeah, well, look, a couple of couple of days, probably, you know, two, three days of just looking after yourself and doing all the small one percenters, you should be back by the end of next week feeling 100% again. Yeah, and that's the thing. I like, obviously was ambitious for Saturday night's run and probably having the hour of sleep and then trying to get that done just wasn't a good idea either. So there's a few things where I look at and go, you know what, just put a line through that. That wasn't smart and, and um, yeah, just move on. Yep. Was that like a, a mini bucket list thing to that you wanted to tick uh, off? It was, it was more so because heading into now we've got six weeks to go and the plan was to do four of them hard and then the last two weeks would have been tapering off. So that was to lead into the four weeks plus the longest run I've done is 30K and leading to 50, I just don't think it was long enough at this stage. So it was, yeah, the idea was just to use that to sort of get into more training again and hoping the restrictions would have eased along with it, which they have. Um, so now, yeah, a couple extra days taken easy and then hopefully, hopefully I can get going. JD, that Sense session you did around the track, um, 45 laps at 3.29s, like that's still something positive to take from the week? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, not the Garmin uh, splits, though. That's not a positive. That was out by nearly a whole K after 45 laps. But the fact that I didn't stop at times when I could have as well, I think yep. I could have stopped 20 laps and ended up getting 45 out. So I was pretty happy with that in the end. And the pace was consistent, which is going to come in handy if it's like that on race day. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And it's really race-specific too. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. It's good to get a couple of them in. And plus on the day, you're not going to be lapping your watch every every lap like you did on that session. No, that's right. And <laughs> I'm still trying to work that plan out. I'm, I'm thinking maybe 10 laps. Every 10 laps I might lap it or every 20 laps or... There's got to be some sort of plan to it, but I'm yeah, just going sure. to let the timekeeper tell me. Yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah, zoning out. I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to do maths in my head. You just want someone to tell you. Yeah. yeah. I reckon the less thinking you have to do, the easier your job of running will be, because you don't have to yep. worry about, you know, how many laps, because you probably get it wrong anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. If we're out there long enough, that's going to happen, isn't it? I can yeah, take the time. Be out longer than me. <laughs> as long as I get the bell before you, so I'm happy. I was going to say, if um if I have to change my role, then I'll be able to tell you the times based on how many drinks I'm having on that day. So, oh. that'll... so 125 drinks. No, no, no. Probably just a little less. <laughs> Apples, how's how's the hip? How was this week? Yeah, so um, so this week, obviously for for our listeners, it's last week. Um, was the first day back to on-site teaching for prep to year seven and VCE, and for me, that's um, my wife and I both back. Um, 
and yeah, it was, look, it was motivating, that's for sure. So from since the injury came on, I've been really motivated with, um, with your work and doing the gym and doing, doing the bike riding where, where I can, where it doesn't, um, the bike riding doesn't affect the sore, like it doesn't elicit any pain. So, so that's been really good. So I've been doing that. And then where did we get to middle? Oh, I'll start Monday. That's probably a good idea. Um, geez, the beers are going down well tonight. Uh, Monday. <laughs> so Sunday I would have had a run, I'm assuming. Um, and then I would have had Mondays of rest. And throughout COVID, I've had this goal of wanting to do a 100k bike ride on the trainer, um, just to tick that century off. And anyway, so I did it. I did it on the Monday during the day. Um, Patty and I were at home, so we have pretty much have movie Mondays now. So Patty watches, we watch a movie while I'm on the bike, which allows training to happen um, and sleep to happen as well. And I got 104k's in, um, 104k's. But I had to I had to work for this one because I started just after twelve and I had to go and pick up Lockie. Um, I had to leave by like ten to three or five to three at the latest. So uh, so I was hooping it. Uh, when I say hooping it, I averaged two hundred and twenty five watts. I did one hundred and four k's. I actually stopped, got off the bike, went and picked up Lockie, come back and finish the last lap of this circuit so I can get 25 laps in. Uh, it's called it's the Volcano Circuit, and they have this, you get a badge if you do 25 laps, and I'm like, I'm not stopping at 24 and not getting the badge. <laughs> so I just got off the bike, chucked some clothes on, picked him up. And the beauty of uh, COVID is you have to be like a metre and a half away, and you have to wear your mask. So no one's going to smell me anyway or, or get near enough. So. <laughs> That was good. Anyway, that was a solid ride. Um, and I felt really good. I was average 37k an hour for the two hours and just under two hours 50. Um, and as I said there, I got, I started to get depleted in the last lap. So probably like 95k mark. Um, a lot of rep repetition there, which is, I guess, mentally it's what I wanted to do, knowing that we've got the track running coming up. So anyway, that was that. Let's get back to keeping on time. What are we? Uh, yeah, then the next day, 13Ks in the morning, 4.31. Um, so that was an early morning, 6.20. Haven't had an early morning like that for a very long time. Um, went and cut a few laps down at the track, just by feel. And was feeling not too bad. Hip was, was pretty good. Um, and then later, no, during the day was gym and then um, 22Ks on the bike. So pretty pretty cruisy day then Wednesday after work yep after work ran home and I was pretty dead by that stage um just exhausted from the the day like the day that I haven't had for a very long time and you have to you have to respect all the different stresses in your life and and this one I tried but it still got the better of me but um what did I do 13 and a bit k's just over like an hour. Um, so that was not too bad, but then where am I? Oh yeah. I'm looking at the next day. No, then I had two days off. Uh, Thursday was our anniversary. So B and I have been married nine years and 
we had this plan for dinner out or dinner in, sorry, but um, from our local Bam Bams, which is beautiful for anyone who hasn't been, make sure you get up there. Um, not getting paid, by the way, for that sponsor little plug there. <laughs> um, so we had that planned and, and work, obviously, first week back with kids is always hectic um, and I was trashed. I would say that. I was trashed. So I decided, and when I say trashed, I was just fatigued. And also my hip, well, my glute was just niggly all day. Um, and that's when I'm like, no, rest. Because it's, it's been, I've worked it quite quite hard for the last couple of weeks with the rehab, with the riding. So I knew you just have a day. Um, and then Friday Oh no, that night we were in bed by like 7.30. So we had like 12 hours sleep. We were all just absolutely um, cactus. And so Friday I had grand plans to ride the bike while watching the Storm game. Um, but on the way, I had a really intense day at work and um, I was just cooked. So I smashed the beers instead of getting on the bike and that was fun. And then, then it got me to Saturday. And so I got out. Um, did 8Ks, did gym, definitely needed those two days off and, uh, and had some improvement in the, the glute. Um, and then yesterday, so Sunday, ran 6.5Ks in the morning and then did a bike ride, oh, which is not up, um, did a bike ride in the evening of about an hour and a half or hour 20 or something on the mountain bike around uh, up to Jembrook and around Cockatoo, and, which was really nice. Um, to get myself back in, I guess, into the headspace. And also, um, yeah, I don't know, like you just have to, you have to respect the stresses that come in and, and not try and double up or triple up. So we'll call this an easy week, um, which it was. And uh, I'm back into it, obviously feeling really good today. So I did a bike ride and a run today. Um, so, yeah, we're going well. It's, look... It's not, it's improving, but it's, I guess, work. I was on my feet for the whole three days where in the last six, probably, I don't know, six weeks, I wasn't on my feet because of having to be on the computer at home. So whether that just, um, whether that has, has added to it, I'm not too sure. I know it would do something, but whether it's enough to cause the, the, glute region, hip region to be niggly, I'm not too sure. But look, feeling good. I I rode today um, pretty well and then went for a run and um, I always feel better after the bike ride. It's it's something about once it's warm, it's feeling really good. So um, so that's a positive. I can't see your run from today, Craig. No, no, I haven't haven't loaded it up. I'm going to just check, but it was a, it was a what, 7K run after yep. the 80K on the bike today. So, um, yeah, and today's run was just sort like, not sore, it was just heavy quads or heavy legs from and lower back from the bike riding, um, which is good. And I picked it up a little bit on the, the flat coming home um, and you know felt strong which is really good like in the in the initial stages of this stabilizer glute issue um you just have total weakness and total um lack of 
what is it? Lack of lack of strength, but also lack of confidence in that that stance. Um, but now, since doing the gym work and getting some treatment, I don't have uh, weakness per se. Like I feel strong, and I can probably do some hard sessions. But it's just this little nagging, little nagging ache that's there. So um, last, yeah. So the week that's just gone, I probably probably got up to the hour and then probably did a few too many runs at the hour. Um, probably one too many. So I probably should have just cut it back again and then gone back up. So I've kept the last few at about half an hour to 40 minutes and it seems to be respecting it quite well. And apples, what surface were those runs on? Were they flat or were they hilly or were they um, even surfaces? Yeah, as flat as they can be up yeah. here. So they're my, I guess they're my easy my second run routes, so um, gravel, yeah, fairly flat, um, yeah, not as flat as Dion's beachside <laughs> resort, but no. <laughs> we've got the we've got the hills, the hills trees effect, which is yeah, it's it's look, it's it's fine, and and I found obviously downhills, I have no niggles or anything, no little twinges on the downhills. Um, and once it's warmed, nothing on the uphills, just every now and then. So that part of me is thinking I need to go and see the Cairo, um, before, before seeing you again, Dan, or, or yeah. seeing you and then seeing the Cairo. So just to try and cover all bases that, um, and the Cairo's opened up again. I believe that they would be under the allied health. So yeah. my Mayo hasn't given, been given the green light, but I believe the Cairo has, so I'll be getting onto them tomorrow. And where's the head at with six weeks to go? Uh, look, yeah, I, my head, head's fine um, now that the first week of school, well, when I say first week of school, back to school for the first week is over because um, now I can get my head back in that game because uh, that, that's just that's a huge mental drain. Um, so, yeah, so now I'm back set with that. Not too impressed with with the running, um, but I'm loving the bike riding. So I know I'm keeping the fitness up, and I've been throwing in those longer rides at the start of the week. One because I've got the availability, but two, mentally it gives me something to look forward to, and three, physically it gives me a challenge to keep the the body going. Like today's ride, I had like a 20 odd minute hill, um, which kept the heart rate up at what I would be running. I guess marathon pace heart rate at so just little things like that to really work the systems the gym works coming along really well um still burning a lot so that's all promising where i'm at for the race 50 50 um whether i'm racing or pacing or drinking i'm not too sure which one <laughs> uh, i'll definitely be able to do something um yeah yeah like i'm not I've just got to respect the body and, and not try and put any pressure on it. And um, that's, yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, yeah, you're certainly going about it the right way because if you just tried to force it, you would no chance because it's just going to get upset or... Um, so, yeah, I think um, by listening to the body, like you're giving a shot, it, it, you, you, your body every chance to be right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and last week showed that I can get up to the kind of 13 to 15k mark all right i've just got to make sure there's more recovery 
on the back side of it. So um, a bit more treatment, maybe another round of um, anti-inflams just to try and knock it on the head. Um, yeah, part of me is suspect on the hammy as well, whether the hammy insertion is, is there's a little bit of niggleness through that, niggly-ness-ness through there. <laughs> but um, whether that's just a byproduct of trying to compensate for the stabilizers or, yeah, so. What's it like so, with sitting down? Yeah, sitting down's fine. Yeah. I've been on the spiky ball. I've just I've just included a few extra hammy tendon um, exercises into the program just to um, just to activate that specific area so that I'm trying to cover every base possible. Um, yeah, yeah. I can tell you now the clams they absolutely burn far out. You think <laughs> you're getting you think you're getting better, and then you just feel a bit average, and you do your gym program, and you're absolutely like I was trashed. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? This is theraband work. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not in the gym doing theraband work. Not that you know, I don't care what other people think, but far out. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a good sign. It generally yeah. means that that's like a, a weakness or a, a, you know the right the right exercise. Yeah, um, yeah, and and you said where's the head at um, earlier, and knowing that I've got an area that is we've pinpointed some areas of extreme weakness, and I'm working towards that. Like I'm I'm happy and motivated because whether or not my 50k track race goes ahead at least i know i'm doing all the right things for the next marathon which ultimately is the main goal um in my um twilight running years so yeah and the hard thing is we're touching base every week and you're not going to get like it's you're going to get stronger each week but it's um it's also a work in progress too yeah yeah Yeah. that's right i like just like my hair at the moment so (laughs) (laughs) Definitely work in progress. <laughs> it is. But, uh, no, um, look, I, with the rest and probably since I've had, I had a few days off and then I've gone to like day on, day off with the gym work as opposed to two days on, one day off. And that, like, I'm feeling better with that change over yep. the last couple of days. So I think just overall needed, needed rest. Yeah, from all the um, all the things that were happening, all the training, all the stimulus. So, as you're doing more running, that's a good move too. Like, um, yeah, because your body can only handle so much. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a good sign that you can sit um, without pain. Like in terms of ruling out the hamstring tendon. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 And you've got your work routine back in place too now, so it's only going to get easier for you, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be getting the kids out on the oval so I can do my training. I'm like, That's come on, kid, you're with me for 30Ks. I had the boys do a long jump uh, when I was down there yesterday. Yeah? Long jump for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that... that... That um, crop of hair apples is quite something. I wish um, listeners could see it. Like, I thought there was a possum on your right. head initially. <laughs> well, you know what? I might just leave it for the race. I think <laughs> I'll, uh, it's, yeah, it's seen me through COVID, the main bit of the COVID winter, so you might have, just have to keep it on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Done. I'll get rolling. Yeah, um, how was your week? Yeah, um, it was pretty good. I 
got another, uh, would have been 150Ks done for the week, two doubles, um, a specific long run uh, on Sunday, yesterday, a speed session early in the week and a workout where I sort of made sure I was still working on just trying to keep fit and, and get fit. So started the week because I was pretty drained from the long run the week before with a lot of easy running again. So Monday was easy for 70 minutes, just around Patterson River near work, which was a good change. Uh, ended up going about 4.34 per K, so that's normally a good sign for me. So that's for an easy run. Yeah, for me, like that's pretty good for me. Um, and then Tuesday I had the... I um, actually had the day off. I blocked the day off. I dropped Jess off um, for a doctor's appointment um, in Mornington and ended up doing two 60-minute easy runs in the morning and in the afternoon, um, around five minutes per K, one along Mornington Foreshore, which was a nice change as well, and the other one just um, along the um, boardwalk in Frankston um, Foreshore as well. So got... 23Ks done for the day. So Monday and Tuesday, a lot of easy running. And then Wednesday, I ended up starting the day with a 35 minute easy run around the block with my dog again um, at 4.41. So I was feeling good again. And then that afternoon, I ended up doing a speed session where I'm, st I'm still really hell bent on trying to work on my efficiency um, because when I jog, I jog so slow, so I just want to make sure that um, I'm still doing a little bit of stuff a bit quicker than 50k pace. So I ended up doing a 4k warm up and then went to uh, my favourite track, three minutes from my house, um, Frankston High School track, and, and did 2200s there um, and just jogged 200 in between and, and averaged around 36 to 33 for each 200 and did some drills before it. Then Thursday, um, I had work uh, from home. I had to squeeze a 60 minute run on the treadmill in the morning because I was tight for time. It's just gonna mean that I could save, save some time. So I did 60 minutes quite slow before work on the treadmill. And then another 35 minute easy run um, in the afternoon uh, with my dog around the block. So. Thursday was another easy day. Friday, I ended up doing a 4K warm up in the morning. And then, yeah, once again at the Frankston High School track, just um, three minutes from home and did three lots of eight minute efforts. Those eight minute efforts, the aim was to go at half marathon effort. So once again, just a bit quicker than 50K pace. And in the past, um, I've had a few build ups where I've really, felt like I've responded quite well to these kind of workouts where I'm trying to hit half marathon pace for some reason. And whether it was just um, a coincidence, but two build-ups, um, when I hit sort of these kind of sessions for a few weeks, I seem to seem to respond. And so I, I, I woke up quite tired Friday morning um, and I was really questioning whether I should do the session or not. I, I um, did the first eight minute rep uh, at 3.30 per K, so it actually wasn't at half marathon pace at all. It was at about 50K pace. Um, so I was quite tired, stiff and sore. Um, but then I ended up, got, I got rolling and um, the next two efforts were 
um, yeah, in the sort of high three teens and then low three teens. So um, it was a bit more specific. So I think I got got what I wanted out of it. Um, I I was hoping that I wasn't overdoing it, and that's always the 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 hard thing, the hard um, question that you sort of battle with in your mind when you when you're doing these weeks um, as you build for a, a big race is like you're sort of um, towing that tightrope of am I doing am I overdoing it um, uh, is is this the right move or should I just have an easy day and uh, uh, at the end like I I woke up the next day um, and uh, I ended up doing 60 minutes uh, quite easily at 4.28 through Langwarren Flora and Fauna Reserve after work. So I, I worked Saturday at Southern Suburbs and I actually skipped the morning run that I had planned and slept in a little bit and saw my 10 patients at work and then went to Langwarren and, and I actually felt really good and one of, one of my best easy jogs um, in the build up. So. This week I noticed that a few of my easy jogs felt a bit easier. Um, and um, so yeah, I was, I was happy with that because it's funny, uh, it ended up being a similar sort of run to what Dion was talking about the last few weeks, how he sort of loves a progressive run. I started out slow, but without forcing it, I didn't look at my watch, but the pace just kept getting quicker and quicker. And it's funny how some days your perceived effort can be quite low, but the pace um, is, is quite quick. Um, so yeah, that, that was, um, yeah, a nice, nice, um, nice run. And then Sunday I ended up doing, um, one hour on the treadmill in the morning and then I jumped off the treadmill, um, ran 75 minutes, uh, to a, a road called Stumpy Gully Road, which is, um, yeah, uh, a little, about five Ks away from my place and, um, a good friend of mine, um, Gemma Maney, told me about it a couple of weeks ago, and it's this nice gravel road where you can just do a good threshold along it. Um, it's quite flat um, and, yeah, quite conducive to, you know, solid efforts. There's no cars and it's a bit out of the way. Um, so I got there at the two hour and 15 minute mark and then tried to um, hit 30 minutes at 50k effort and um, did it all in my four percenters actually, my old four percenters, um, the whole run actually. And I, I started out a bit stiff and, and um, I was laboring a little bit, but then sort of worked into it again and 30 minutes, um, I just made sure I'd, I was really just thinking, okay, is this 50K effort, is this 50K effort? And, and then by the end of it, whatever pace it was, whatever pace like it turned out to be and and then I did a 15 minute warm down. Um, so I was pretty happy that I was running about 334s um, that deep into a long run. Uh, and then I was pretty cooked for the rest of the day. Um, took it pretty easy and um, yeah, just um, did some gardening at home with Jess and, and uh, ended up watching um, that David Atten Attenborough um, uh, Netflix doco uh, Dion, which was um, yeah, a good watch. I'd recommend it to everyone. Um, so, you know, it was a good week and I'm definitely due for a down week because um, that's been about three three or four weeks where I've really pushed my long runs um, and tried to squeeze a little bit out of each week. So this week's going to be a little bit easier for me. I'll, I'll probably um, reduce the volume a little bit but keep the intensity, intensity high and still run often. Um, but uh, just make sure that um, I'm not overcooking myself and, 
and then I'll, I'll go into a, an, a, th a block of probably three more hard weeks and, th and then taper taper into into the 50k. Very nice, buddy. Did you, yeah. on your Sunday run, did you have a heart rate rack on? Or? Nah, yeah. <laughs> I had it yeah. on, on the wrist. Um, and, um, yeah, if you look at it, um, yeah. Over 200. Yeah, I was at 190 um, for the whole whole run, which... I actually get that a fair bit um, with my watch. Um, must must yeah. have been the elevation. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. My my wrist is so skinny. My watch um, on the tighter setting just jingles around. So I don't know. That's my theory that it's just um, I don't know jumping around on my on my wrist and um, yeah, I, I just can't trust it. I probably should start wearing um, the strap um, to get a bit more of an accurate reading, but at the same time, my, I really trust my my um, perceived effort and my feel um, nowadays. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you're right. It's only the heart rate's only um, valuable if you are going to utilise it as analysis or for setting up how you're going to be doing your training moving forward. Um, but perceived effort. Um, is uh is the way to go i mean i know i came in i was running long before heart rates were not long before but long enough before heart rates were even a um I, I, yeah hey don't laugh at me jd jeez <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it just shows you how the wrist heart rate if it's not set up properly and you don't have it um connected well to your wrist if people are relying on it, it can really throw throw them under the bus. Like for you, you're like almost ringing an ambulance. For that yeah. <laughs> you were to rely on that, that data. Um, so yeah, it's a yeah solid oh. running. So how are you feeling? What is it? How are you feeling this morning? Yeah, I was pretty slow today. I ended up. I had the early shift at work today. And then I ran just before, um, just before this, and yeah, I was sort of shuffling around at five minute k's again for seventy minutes, um, like pretty, pretty stiff and and a um, uh, little bit stiff through. You know how I said the ITV was a bit tight a few weeks ago. Um, I'm tight in the in the left hip on that same side. Um, yeah, just a little bit, but. Um, yeah, which I, I haven't had before. Uh, so yeah, I definitely think it's something to do with all those laps around the track. And um, yeah, apples. If you you know my um, my uh, physio uh, treatment rooms at home here, and um, how the it used to be a garage, and so the floor is on a slope, um, and so the treadmill, the treadmill's constantly been on a on an angle. Um, uh, so I actually changed, I turned it around this week so that it wasn't on a, on a gradual slope. Um, so I, I was wondering if that was part of it too, doing a lot of treadmill running on a camber. Um, yeah, yeah, as well. Might need to look into some chocks or just getting a, you know, a couple of lengths of timber so you can level it right out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've just right, turned like, it around at the moment. Yeah. Camber does have, have an effect over time. Um, especially with the monotony or the re repetition of treadmill running where the stimulus is the same for every stride. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And it, it is Frankston, so 
just put it on bricks. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I'm <laughs> closer to frame it down. <laughs> hey, mate, um, that, that stumpy gully road, is that the other end from what we've run at Devil's Bend? Yeah, yeah. So um, it was a really um, cool run because that run actually um, connects one of the runs that I normally do during the week um, to Devil Bend. So um, it's the same road um, that you run on at Devil Bend. So yeah. you can... Yeah, just it um, further um, highlights how good Devil Bend is. There's just so many dirt roads there. Um, yeah, so that that was a new discovery. I, I thought I knew most of the roads at Devil Bend, but um, I, I yeah. know the part I've run's all bitumen. It's not gravel at that point. Yeah, yeah. So the section that I did, there was probably a little bit of bitumen. Like there's probably about 400 meters. Um, and then it turned back to dirt, uh, gravel. Um, really nice. yeah. Um, so I, I probably did about a 15 minute, yeah, out and back. Um, yeah. So no, it was, it was great. Yeah. Hey, that's great. I know. Oh, sorry. You go loco. Um, I, I just had a couple of questions and, um, first one was about the, uh, three way eight minutes that you did. Yep. We started at three thirties and, uh, then you were down to three twelves for the next one. But then the last eight minutes you did, uh, on here, three Oh two per K. Yeah. Um, like so Dion, don't go off like... that. Like that track is, um, it's, 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 um, it's so, the GPS is so inaccurate. Um, so, um, like the first rep um i ran one way and then the other two i ran the other way and so the first rep my watch was on the inside the last two my watch was on the outside so half the improvement in pace was probably because i ran the favorable way um around the track so i i, I reckon oh, I see. yeah i reckon it, it was probably more in the in the three teens um yeah for both of them yeah yeah so um, nice. and also with your the that easy hour that you did at 428 i think it was the next day oh yeah you, um where you sort of started at five minutes 44 in the first k yeah um but then you like struggled to go slower than four minute k's at the end for the like the last 5k you were around like four minutes pretty much flat even going under for one of them like yep. i think that's a really good sign for um for you for you doing your easy runs getting to that pace yeah um you're like tolerating everything that you're giving at your body um yeah i just wanted to say like that's that's a really good um sort of sign yeah yeah no thanks dion yeah i i, I took it as that as well because i'm i'm definitely um not one to push my easy runs um um, so it was kind of, it was a little, little small sign. It was a good sign. Um, and it, you almost, it's funny cause like I almost took, that was probably the best sign of the week. Um, really, um, not, not the sessions, but probably that, um, I was able to do that on Saturday and feel good doing it. Um, yeah, but and yeah. And then to back up and do the long run afterwards, the, ne the next day I think it was. Yeah, yeah, the next day. So that was Saturday into Sunday. Yeah. Hey, Dane, do you... So does the track, the school track, have any lines on it? Or are you... 
like as in what I'm saying is does it have like a 200 meter line mark 400 meter line mark not lane marking but just line marking for distances yeah it does like but if you were to do a full loop it's like 378 meters in lane one yeah um and it's a two-lane track um and then they make up the extra 22 meters um as a straightaway so it's like the start of the 100 meters so if you want to do a proper 400 you have to start from the 100 meter start um oh it's kind of like the melbourne cup if that makes any sense like you yeah you start uh, early yeah you do a lap in a bit so yep so yeah. with your 200s were you going off um are you going off watch or are you going off oh yeah yeah i was, I was doing that off the um the melbourne cup start and um yeah doing yeah. it off the proper so that was that was a legit 200 um um i'm pretty sure because it's actually a proper 400 when you do the little bit extra yeah yeah, yeah. more more just mental like you've got to calculate that in your mind don't you you got to think you can't just go oh right, i'm at the start and finish line lap it halfway around lap it i'm done you're like all right i'm at the start but the starts for the hundred i've got to go through the start finish do another <laughs> lap and then i'm gonna yeah so yeah yeah it's repetitive again so that was kind of good mental practice again yeah. um hey you've got something close to you that is all over the track like that's yeah that's awesome not many people have like we're lucky jd and i we have a track you know some people just have paddocks and dirt roads so um yeah probably the hardest thing for me this week was working out whether i should do that session on friday um and whether i was too tired because I, I certainly woke up tired i warmed up tired the first rep was tired um and then i still did it and i don't know whether i did it because i was pig-headed and pro probably um because i'm self-coached and there's probably a bias towards doing that um then I suppose I was lucky that I um, I recovered Saturday and and felt good Sunday, but th that's always the that's the constant debate like how tired is too tired and and you're supposed to be tired in these build ups aren't you? Um, it's um, mm. I suppose that's why I've sort of sort of um, decided that this week's going to be an easy week um, or an easier week uh, and maybe just work on some some uh, Monaghetti fartleks or something like that like so something short and sweet um that i know i can do I'll, I'll stay fit off um but i'll be able to recover off as well yeah yeah which is good it's nice to mix it up yeah. one thing i would say is the difference between tired through the training block and somewhat cooked is how are you feeling throughout the remainder of your day and through your, your work functioning like all those kind of things where if you're just tired in your run you might be all right to push through but if you're tired in every other aspect of your day and, and life then you know you you know you've got to do something where you're backing it off and, and taking it easy so did you notice that were you mostly just run tired or were you generally overall tired probably um like a little bit tired throughout the day um but not abnormally and then i think I think when I did that run on Saturday, I was like, oh, I'm glad I still sessioned mm. yesterday. Um, so I suppose the fact that the fatigue feeling didn't last over a few days um, and I was, I was still able to hit hit the runs at a reasonably um, 
encouraging pace and so, some good signs, then I suppose that sort of like encouraged me to go, oh, okay, well, I did make the right decision, but it just shows how hard it is, I think, sometimes. Uh, uh, when you, when you, yeah, um, yeah, I, like, um, I, I suppose that's why I just wanted to ask that question to you boys, like, how do you go about it, like, in terms of how tired do you try to become and uh, uh, when, when you're training for one of these, um, Mm. Would it be different, um, Simon, is if you're battling in your easy runs? I think that's like if you're battling to get out for your easy run, and I know for me personally, when I'm going out for easy runs, and if I feel like I like need to walk, then it's it's like yeah, I'm pretty tired, and um, yeah, like I think last week where I had that run where I was pretty stuffed and I did. You know, I wanted to walk after a few hundred meters and I ended up getting 4K. That was like a struggle. And for me, I was like, okay, well, I'll take another easy day. And I only did the one session last week. And, you know, and now this week, it's the week just gone. It was a completely new story. And I think if you give yourself that little bit of leeway, you know, you don't have to hit every session. And it's, you know, based on best laid plans. But generally, you know, things pop up and, you know, JD's, you know, a little bit under the weather, you know, I had the shin soreness, you know, Apples has got his hip, you know, like we all have things that set us back and we can have great plans, but, you know, the body doesn't always, um, you know, play its part um, and we have to respect our bodies. Although they can do amazing things, we also need to let it um, take the time it needs to, to heal and, and rejuvenate and accept everything that we've given to it. Yeah, I think that's really well said. What about you, um, Johnny? Oh, stress is stress, no matter if it's good or bad. So you got to, if you are tired, you can't let the rest of your day sort of drain you even more. So if that's happening, then you definitely got to take the foot off for a little bit, which sort of I tried to do without, um, not so successfully, but um yeah, I think you're doing the right thing having an easy week this week too, Dane. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> nice, boys. Um, yeah, is there anything else we want to go over or add? Um, yeah, I guess I, I just um, I was actually having a chat with Andy Hayden who from New South Wales. He's doing a 50K run with Gary Mullins in New South Wales, getting paced by Dave Crenidi, actually. Um, and they're going for, I think, a 40 or 40. 40, I think the 40 plus 50k record for Australia um, and yeah I just wanted to wish them luck but also um, he sort of put me onto the the IAU records um, page and also Aura for Australian ultra running and you know there was just a couple of um, times that I thought I would throw out there that um, you know it could be, just be like nice little carrots for us guys to at least keep us motivated um, and accountable for our training, and then even on on the day, say if if it's just a one away run away with one person, you know. Um, but um, the um, the aura records. So for are you guys all over thirty five, or because there's a thirty five k, you know, no, 30, no, 34. I'm by about six months. Um, well, because there's Not a thirty. Me. There's a male 30 record, there's a male 35 record, male 40. And all the times, 
you know, they're pretty achievable. I think the 35 um, males record is 309. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that that's a, a nice little carrot for us. And I believe that that's still accurate um, as of the 24th of February, so of 2020. Um, and there's also um, for the internet, the IAU, the International Association of Ultra Marathons, the Oceana um, 50k record um, without a time, uh, without an age limit, but just this outright Oceana record. It's actually uh, two hours 50 and 11 seconds, which is set actually by Paul Maritelli. Uh, do, oh, yeah. Do you, you know? Do you guys know of Paul? Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not from New Zealand, though, is he? Yeah, he's a, a Kiwi, but lives in in England. That's right. Um, in London, and he just did. He actually just did the London Marathon. He didn't have a great race. He ran two twenty oh two, but um, like a week later, ran two thirty seven, just for a long run in a hundred and eighty five k week. You know, like he's a monster. He does like two hundred and ten k's in seven solo runs for a week, and um, yeah, he's you know he's run around the world, and I think he's also running the 50k world champs a few times. But yeah, Oceana record could be up for grabs if someone runs under 250. Mm. It, it's interesting. It says that one's under investigation too. Like the course must be I'm not sure about the course, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I haven't. Oh yes, actually, it does say that. Yeah, but that. That record was set in 2012. If it was under investigation, surely they've sorted <laughs> that one out. Yeah, <laughs> eight-year investigation. It's bigger than Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just I just thought I would throw those out there in in case because I I didn't know these, um, which is you know that's pretty cool to know. And I I don't know if we count as Asia, but there's also the Asia record, which is. Um, set by the Japanese runner now Kazami, who has run two hours 52 and 24 seconds, but he's also, um, ironically, the 100-kilometer world record holder, which is six hours and nine minutes. Um, oh wow, that's moving. Which is about uh, three minutes 30 per k sort of thing, you know? It's, Jeez. Or three. Yeah, it's far. So you know, we might not be able to take the Asia record off him, but it'd be pretty cool if we could run faster than his best time for 50k. Although he could do it, you know, with his eyes closed now on paper, it'd be nice if we could run a bit quicker than that. And and just for reference, do you want to just mention the world best for the 50k, just so people know how fast some of these guys go? Oh, the world. Yeah, world best um, set by a South African runner. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to get the last name wrong, but it's Thompson Magawana. Um, and that's um, a record that has been in place since 1988, so before I was born, and which is also an African record for 50Ks. But um, I have a feeling that that would actually be set in the uh, Two Oceans 56-kilometre ultramarathon so i reckon he's run 56 k's but um past the 50k in two hours 43 minutes um 
I don't know if you guys have aced that one, but it's um, I'll check it now. But I reckon it would be you know two in the mid teens or low teens marathon pace. Yeah. Yeah, right. two, yeah, two twelve, two fifteen sort of runner. Jeez. How close though is uh, Josh Cox of um, the USA? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Seven seconds off. Jeez, that's that's heart, heartbreaking. That was back in yeah, back in twenty eleven. So yeah, um, it's three minutes sixteen per k to get fifty um, k in two forty three. Um, but then, if you imagine, if you imagine that he also would have ran another six k after that in the two oceans, yeah. which we've, is a road race with hills. Which I ran against a few of the African guys at the World Fifty K, and their times, their qualifying times were from two oceans. Like they used to split the same sort of way, and yeah, yeah. it's just ridiculous to think that they just it's kept going. It's one of their most famous races, which they use obviously as a leading to comrades as well. But um, mm. yeah, just nice food for thought. Nice, yeah, some, some nice stats there. That that thirty-five um, year old age group, um, three oh nine apples should keep you keep you hungry. <laughs> yeah, so none of so I'm the oldest. I take it, and none of you are over thirty-five. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> at the uh, at the current rate, it's touch and go. But oh. <laughs> could be yeah, three oh nine. Yeah, I've got to work out what that pace is. So pace you thirty k. I reckon it's um, I reckon it is uh, in the mid to in the mid three forties per k. Yeah. Because um, 3.36 is three hours and four minutes is 3.20, so just under 3.50s. Three minutes, 47. There you go. Well, just got to get on top of this hip. Fitness is there, and it's been there for a while, so who knows? It's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah. Awesome, it's boys. It's not like a 1,500 metre where you can go, oh, I'll, I'll miss this one and I'll be right for next week. Yeah, for so, a couple of days. In <laughs> for a couple days. of days, yeah. <laughs> nice, guys. Um, yeah, another good episode. Um, let's tie it up. And um, I hope, um, Johnny, your COVID test comes back negative. You and me both, mate. I want to get to 30K a day after this. <laughs> I reckon we all want you back and firing JD. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be good. No. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. Couple yeah. of days in quarantine, or like just um, isolation at home will be good for you. Yeah, it's funny. Once you're inside all day, like, <laughs> I, know yeah. a lot of, I know a lot of people have, but I just, yeah, can't even go to the shop to get a litre of milk. <laughs> Are you allowed outside in your backyard? I'm allowed out. Yeah, I just can't leave the property. Yeah. It's my take on it. So. I, did, <laughs> I did see this one. Thing come up on uh, Instagram about um, sunning your anus, <laughs> about how that just totally like charges the body and and uh, that could be something you yeah. can get rid of. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I saw that too, and you can't unsee something like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> do you have like your neighbours? Do your neighbours see into your backyard? No, it's funny. Like our house is sort of cut into the block. 
and we've got pretty much um, private property here, even though we're residential. So oh, there you go. go. So there's no stopping you from doing it. Except the backyard. <laughs> Very visible backyard. <laughs> what was it? Apples. It was um, someone like I don't I don't follow any of them, but uh, yeah, someone was <laughs> preaching about sun sunning your anus. <laughs> so. Just having like 15 minutes of, um, yeah, yeah, your dairy air facing the sun, and it it's meant to fully uh, recharge your aura and other things. Um, yeah. I'll um, let you uh, report back to us. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Given that, I, um, given that I work and live in the same town area, I don't think... It's a sensible option for me. So, um, JD, it's up to you, mate. No, I was going to say, it's more of a cockatoo thing than a gem rock thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, yeah, get well. Um, have your lemon and ginger teas and you'll be right. Oh, you sound like my wife. <laughs> well, we are both educators. so That's no. right. School teacher in me. This conversation's turned south. <laughs> <laughs> on your boys let's wrap it up um yeah, yeah good luck yeah, have a good week guys, guys. Uh